I've spent the last few years working for one of the largest shockwave clinics in North America, and I've learned a thing or two about the power and untapped potential of regenerative medicine. But the march towards a future where sickness is healed from its root cause is challenged by the influence of big pharma and their deep pockets. So now we're forced to answer questions like, how do we get rid of joint pain, take back our performance in the bedroom, and heal diseases from the inside out without band-aid medications or negative side effects? This show will give you the answers. Follow along as I interview the world's top experts and doctors and how they transform their lives and their patients' lives using the newest advances in biotechnology. I'm your host, Austin James Wolf, and you're listening to Modern Biotech Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Modern Biotech Radio. Uh, today, I'm here with Lucas Owen. How's it going, man? I'm good, Austin. How are you, man? Good, fantastic. Enjoying the quarantine? Yeah, it's been pretty tough here in... Um in Melbourne, Australia, it's, um, we're in uh, stage three at oh, wow. the moment. So oh my gosh. It's getting pretty chaotic. It's, uh, the hardest part about it is not being able to go to the gym, man. Like, to get oh, to get I know the gym. I miss, I miss my bench press. I don't have a bench press here. Yeah. So I've um, just been doing a few things in the garage, you know, just with the easy bar and like a chin up station. That's about it, man. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, let me ask you this. Why don't you tell our audience, uh, what you do, what you specialize in? Yeah. So, I'm currently uh, completing off my naturopathy degree here in Melbourne, Australia, and um, got a background in like exercise science. Um, I've always been into optimizing human performance, and um, yeah, basically started out my career into sort of biohacking from uh, like playing professional soccer. So like I yeah. basically um, represented Melbourne here, um, and was always experimenting with different compounds and. Um, seeing what works for me, seeing what doesn't work, and then yeah. always tracking my own performance, and then just yeah, basically just fell in love with um, the whole the whole biohacking space. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, so I have some notes here to ask you questions about certain things. Uh, the first thing, and might be the most interesting, is icing testicles. Can you tell me more about that? What's that all about? Yeah, so I think that if it was probably about a year ago, I sort of pushed the whole um, icing the gonads forward into the whole like bodybuilding community and um, yeah. anti-aging space because I personally, like I read about it on like um, some, some like, uh, like Chinese powerlifters and Russian powerlifters all utilizing this sort of practice just before they'd, you know, try and smash out a PB. Um, yeah. And yeah, I started just experimenting myself, you know, doing like 10 to 15 minutes um, per day, usually before bed. And yeah, I was are, noticing. Like, are you are you just icing the testicles, or are you taking like a full ice bath? Like, what's the main difference between the two? Yeah, I guess the main difference is the localized effect. Okay. So, oh, like, okay. yeah, it's yeah. more it's more region specific. Um, but basically, I mean, we know like human uh, male um, anatomy and physiology. There's a reason why the gonads are outside the bodies because right. they need to be kept cooler than um, the core body temperature. Um, and I feel like a lot of guys even just by being like you know wearing underwear whatever doing their job sitting at work sitting in an office um they're probably going to be there's a good chance that their their testicles are actually two degrees too warm and even a marginal increase in two degrees celsius can completely arrest spermatogenesis um, which is quite it's a big deal for those who like for couples that are into like fertility and stuff like that so yeah yeah Oh, wow. And uh, what, what, what are these, how does that actually help these bodybuilders? Yeah, I guess uh, the, 
the main effect that most guys notice um, is it just increases aggression. Um, <laughs> sort of <charges> <laughs> Your balls are freezing. <laughs> I'm going to be aggressive, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, just based off like guys' initial feedback, like it created a whole Facebook group um, called Sub-Zero uh, dedicated to the whole practice. And, um, yeah, I've had a lot of guys basically reporting back, you know, increased morning wood, um, yeah. better better aggression, better energy levels. And I, I actually did some, like, before and after blood test testing yeah. myself. Oh, wow. Although it could be very biased because there's a lot of variables and I already had quite high natural um, testosterone. Right. It did bump it up by a few, like, a few points. It went from, like, 27 to, like, 31. Um, awesome. Yeah, so... Okay, so let's say someone wants to get started with icing testicles. What, what's the process? Do they just grab like a bag of ice and they just put it on there? Like, how does it actually work? How do I do it? Yeah, so they can any, like you can use literally any um, ice pack. Um, but I think the most important point to emphasize is not to apply it directly to the testicles because obviously that's going to burn the skin um, and do a lot of damage to the actual skin itself. So... I always encourage guys to just apply it directly to their underwear or their boxes or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And the best time to do it is either just before the gym or just before bed. Like maybe, Got it. you know, just 10 to 15 minutes, just drop the temperature. And Why um, before bed? Well, I think because, you know, you got that first four hours of sleep is um, you're heading in towards like your deep sleep. So um, trying to maximize that whole hormonal cascade sort of thing. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. And now uh, you said you had a Facebook group just devoted to this. Yeah, because um, so I just set up like a my own private group, like a secret yeah. group called um, Sub Zero. Sub Zero. And um, yeah, that's basically where guys share their experiences, and um, we've had a few guys do some blood testing as well, and um, yeah, just getting feedback on the practice. And literally every guy in the group has reported back benefits. So I don't see why. I don't see why um, any guy can't start practicing. You know, right. it's really it costs you any money. You know. Yeah, sure. It's kind of free, especially yeah. you have ice in the freezer. <laughs> cool. All right, let me ask you this: uh, icing testicles. I see here nootropics for dopamine enhancement. Tell me a little bit more about that. First of all, uh, for anyone who hasn't heard of a nootropic before, what is a nootropic? Yeah. So essentially, a nootropic is just any compound, whether it be natural or synthetic that can basically um, improve cognitive function. So that can be okay. either concentration, alertness, um, attention, memory. Mm -hmm. um, and, and what you'll find is that a lot of nootropics that are currently on the market, they do work on acetylcholine, which is like the primary uh, memory and attention neurotransmitter. But I have a yeah. deep uh, passion for optimizing dopamine because I feel like a lot of guys um, just in just – a lot of guys struggle with um, low dopamine and we can spend a whole, you know, we can spend an, an, another podcast uh, discussing why dopamine dysfunction is so prevalent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess for me, I've always uh, been into researching compounds that can support dopamine synthesis and like yeah. dopamine receptors. And the lead compound, which I'd love to talk about today is actually uh, one called 9-methyl-beta-carboline, uh, 9-MBC. Yeah. Um, this is, it's more of a, um, a research chemical. 
because it's um, basically it's like a it's an it's derived from hamala um, harmine seeds, which are like they used. It's like Syrian rue. I'm not sure you may may have heard of Syrian no. rue. No, I haven't. Um, What's that? It's basically a herbal um, monoamine oxidase inhibitor that's actually yeah. used in in, um, in blends like psychedelic um, blends and stuff. Oh, sure. But basically, yeah, nine MBC is. Um, I, I personally think it has a lot of potential. Um, there's some really promising in vivo studies um, suggesting regenerative um, properties on dopamine cells, which is quite, um, quite, quite powerful. And the other yeah. benefit to that is it's also upregulating tyrosine hydroxylase, yeah. uh, which is that key enzyme that shunts L-tyrosine into L-dopa and then eventually dopamine. So, um, yeah, I think 9-MBC is one of those nootropics that's going to be hot in the next couple of years. So keep where, a look where, at Where can someone get 9-MBC? Yeah, 9-MBC, there's currently only one vendor that sells it. Uh, yeah. Well, that a reliable vendor because a lot of them have been um, faked. It's a really mm. difficult compound to synthesize. Uh, if, if I've listed that vendor on my site, so people can check it out, 9NBC um, Ergogenic Health, or even if they search on YouTube 9NBC um, Nootropic, they'll see a 12-minute yeah. video of me breaking it down. Oh, awesome. Cool. What's the yeah. title of the video? Uh, 9NBC oh. uh, Nootropic, and people can find that straight away awesome. on YouTube. Sweet. And then uh, uh, what's the next one? BPC-157? Yeah, are you familiar with that one? We are. We actually use that under click a lot. Um, my mom, Stephanie, the CEO of Novus, she um, broke her hand, fractured it, and the surgeon was like, look, the bone's going to disintegrate in about four weeks. You're going to need to have surgery in four weeks. So all she did was just inject uh, BPC into her hand every day uh, and then do an injection of exosomes. And within six weeks, she completely healed the fracture. Uh, she got an x-ray, and the x-ray technician literally could not tell that the bone – there was no history of, of a fracture. No, 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 like bone scar, nothing like that. So the x-ray technician was like, yeah, this is – there's never been a fracture here before. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. It was, it was insane. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we love weeks? BBC. What would you say? Six weeks, you said? Six weeks. Six weeks. Man. The eighth week is when she got her x-ray but by six weeks. The eighth week, I believe she was working out again, doing CrossFit by the eighth week. Uh when the surgeon said she would have had to need, you know, critical surgery or else the bone would have disintegrated. So yeah, we're, we're big believers in BPC 157. Yeah. Yeah. I've never used it. Um, like in injectable form, I was yeah. using, uh, it orally cause I had a yeah, time yeah. myself, but it, yeah, it still exerts physiological effects orally, oh, which yeah. is, just uh, so cool. Um, but yeah, I guess a lot of people aren't familiar with the fact that BPC has those neuroprotective qualities um, it helps to reverse serotonin syndrome. Um, What's serotonin which, syndrome? Okay, so serotonin syndrome is basically a very, very dangerous um, sort of a syndrome itself. Basically, what happens is if people are on too many things that increase serotonin, such as like SSRIs, or and they combine that with, let's say, like 5-HTP or tryptophan, yeah. uh, basically what that can do is overload the system with too much serotonin um, and basically that leads to a, a really devastating effect um, people can get like a fever vomiting nausea um, muscle spasms diarrhea like it's a cascade of 
really um, devastating symptoms. Um, and it's definitely not something you'd, you'd ever want to experience. Um, but B, yeah, BPC's been shown in some rat studies to help reverse serotonin syndrome, like induced by like SSRIs and stuff, which yeah. is really cool. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, BPC is definitely one of those um, neuroprotective yeah. peptides. It also, for some people, have had some some success with um, uh, regenerating or supporting their GABAergic, so the GABA receptors that have been downregulated from uh, like benzodiazepines and um, mm-hmm. other potent you know sedatives and stuff, which is um, quite um, it's quite profound. Um, and really promising as well. Yeah, BBC is really, you know, one of those just amazing, like, dare I say, miracle peptides. It's pretty great. Yeah. And the toxicity is, um, like, it's barely toxic, you know. They yeah. can't even, there's a very lo- uh, low LD50, which is, um, is really cool. Right, right, right. What about this one? Uh, how, how do you pronounce that? Uridine monophosphate? Yeah, yeah uridine monophosphate. Uridine. Yeah, so that, that compound there is, um, that's quite well known in the biohacker space. Um, yeah. Basically, it's used as part of the Mr. Happy stack, um, which is like, <laughs> it's a combination of uridine, fish oil, and, and a B complex. Yeah. Uh, and basically what uridine does is it helps to basically upregulate dopamine receptors um in specific parts of the brain that are responsible for like motivation um, and yeah. like this um and so uridine's uh in a dose range from 100 milligrams to around 200 milligrams orally um can really help someone with uh increasing their sensitivity to caffeine uh, like right. reversing sensitivity um it increases nerve growth factor, which is similar to uh, lion's mane. You familiar with uh, lion's yeah. mane? Yeah. yeah. Um, so uridines, yeah, definitely got a lot of neuroprotective qualities, and um, very. Uh, it's just got a lot of. It's got a lot of research and a lot of um, experimental um, trials as well, which is quite promising for like delaying Alzheimer's and um, improving overall cognition which is um really cool and why why would i take uridine over something like 9mbc or bbc 157 i would say uridine's probably a lower risk compared to 9mbc because 9mbc is more like a research chemical whereas uridine monophosphate's been used in alzheimer's um studies right Um, right it's got a lot more research and it's probably a bit more benign and and less side effects compared to 9MBC. I forgot to stress that 9MBC may cause uh, photosensitivity, which is like, you know, sensitivity to light. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Temp- I'm, I'm assuming temporary, right? Yeah, ir- uh, reversible, reversible. Right, right, yeah. Cool. What's, what's, what's BrainX? Yeah, BrainX is, um, so it's a formula that I've sort of put together. Um, yeah. We still have. We still haven't actually launched the product, so I won't go into mm-hmm. it too much. But basically, it's a combination of um, uridine with two Brazilian herbs, one of which is um, catuaba and miroquama. They're two uh, adaptogenic herbs from Brazil, yeah. which both work on dopamine and both are very stimulating and motivating. 
Um, and then the final ingredient in that brain X formula is D ribose, which you'd probably be familiar with D ribose. It's like a, um, sort of like a functional sugar that replenishes ATP in the body. It actually sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the other two definitely sounded like adaptogens. I hadn't heard of them before, but you know, they have that sort of adaptogen flow, like ashwagandha and was it, is, is curcumin, um, is curcumin an, an adaptogen? Um, it has adaptogenic qualities. It's not typically, right. Right, but yeah, right. right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so BrainX is people can check that out. BrainX.me. Um, yeah, they can check out the formula itself. It's quite a long way off, but, um, yeah. It's just if, you, if, if, if someone's interested in BrainX, what's like, what's like the one thing they're probably going to get out of BrainX? Like what, what's the one thing that people should get BrainX for? Well, definitely as like a standalone comprehensive, uh, nootropic formula that's going to support yeah. motivation. So basically it's designed to be blended mixed into their coffee, to their morning right. coffee. Oh, um, and cool. basically it extends the duration of the, um, of the caffeine itself. Like it sort right. of doesn't mess with the metabolism of caffeine, but it basically right. makes someone more sensitive to the caffeine and it has like very synergistic effects. Um, because one of the one of the herbs that I mentioned has mild dopamine reuptake inhibition, which is um, very novel. And also, the other benefit of that is it also has um, reverse tolerance as well, which is oh okay, really really cool. Yeah, that is I, that is interesting. I first heard of reverse yeah, tolerance so, from a uh, kava, it was, and it was, oh, yeah. it was it was very yeah. I was very I was like whoa reverse tolerance. You got to drink a lot the first time. I was like okay, all right, I did this. It's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, that's the one really cool feature about uh, the cat's wild I found in Brain Exit. After about a week or two, you, you can drop the dose and still get the same sort of effect. Right. Yeah. That's cool. What about this next one? What, what's Homotaurine? Homotaurine. Oh, okay. That's an O. Okay. <laughs> awesome. I, yeah. need, I need some from my eyesight, man. It's been a long day. Yeah, it's all good. So the, the Homotaurine, I'm sure a lot of your listeners will be familiar with the amino acid taurine. Yeah. Um, but homotaurine is not the gay version of taurine, don't worry. Uh, <laughs> homotaurine is basically, um, it's derived from a red algae. Um, yeah. And basically, the unique feature, the unique benefit about homotaurine is that it helps to re- upregulate uh, GABA B receptors. Yeah. Now, that's really significant because for people who have abused Fetibut, uh, you've heard of Fetibut? Can you spell it for me? It's like P-H-E-N-I-B-U-T, uh-uh. Fenibut. What's that? It's a, um, it's a pretty widely abused nootropic because it has very, very euphoric effects. Like it's very right. um, addictive. Um, right, I see. And okay. basically, homotaurine can help to at least repair some of that damage that Fenibut has caused because Fenibut such a strong GABA B agonist. Yeah. Over time, it down-regulates those GABA B receptors and homotaurine acts as an antagonist. Um, so that means that it upregulates the GABA B receptors over time. Right. right. Which means that when you dose homotaurine, it puts yeah. you into a state of withdrawal. So it's, it's not exactly pleasant. Like I've, I've experimented with it like 30 plus times. Yeah. Um, and... It, uh, it puts you into a state of withdrawal for like four or six hours, but then it has like this awesome rebound effect, like a snapback effect, like the following day sort of thing. Yeah. 
it kind of sounds like taking a drug, but like reversed, you know, you get the withdrawal first and then you get the upside the day later. Yeah, exactly. So what, what's, what's the main benefit from home with touring? Like what, if, I, if I were just to tell my four-year-old or, or my six-year-old like, Hey, home with touring will give you this. How would you explain it to a six-year-old? I would say that homotaurine is a very neuroprotective uh, to, to, four, to a four-year-old. I'd probably just yeah. say it's something excellent for brain health and um, okay. very good for supporting overall cognition or right, overall right. Yeah, brain function. Right. Think faster, more memory, more clarity, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Better, better memory, better long-term memory. Right. 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 Have they done any studies? Um, I know you mentioned Alzheimer's earlier. Um, I was going to say, have they, have they, which one of these have they been using in Alzheimer's patients? Uh, the uridine monophosphate has Got been it. studied in a, uh, in a blend with uh, the omega-3 right. and some beta as wow. well. Huh. It's incredible. Incredible mm. stuff going on. I know that uh, exosomes right now are, um, you know, like stem cells and exosomes are saying are causing neurogenesis, growing new neurons. And they're saying that it's actually helping people with Alzheimer's or stroke victims regrow their, you know, nerves and nerve endings in the brains uh, to help them reverse the damages of the stroke or the Alzheimer's. It's very interesting stuff. Yeah. I love stuff like that. It's great. Sorry, can you, uh, the connections, I'm in the mountains right now. Can you, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yep, I can hear you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. What's this last one? Sistanche tubulosa. <laughs> Did I just butcher that? What is yeah. that? Sistanche tubulosa. So awesome. uh, hopefully, hopefully like none of your listeners have heard of this. Um, it's basically, it's a, it's a Chinese herb. Um, okay. So it's usually in um, traditional Chinese medicine. And I would say that it's probably the most androgenic TCM herb that exists. Um, what does that mean? So it's very, it means that it's, um, it mimics, it mimics the effects of like testosterone, DHT. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very masculine. It's very yang, yeah. very, you know, very strong herb. Um, yeah. and they actually, they basically, they use that herb in a lot of, uh, mixes They actually, uh, they have to offset the intensity of it with some very like with some yin, some very like um, cooling herbs because it's very warming. Yeah. Uh, so, cisternitch is probably cisternitch has been shown um, to triple sperm count, um, like double sperm volume, upregulates all, all the enzymes responsible for spermatogenesis. Um, it increases DHT. It increases testosterone. Um, very has some mild anabolic properties yeah. um and again it also supports dopamine as well which is uh which is really cool okay so it does all this great stuff are there any negative side effects to using this uh i would say people that have uh sort of kidney maybe have like kidney dysfunction or um some sort of liver, liver disorder they might want to stay away from it because it's quite right. warming and um, but yeah, cisternitch is, it's basically well known, uh, but it's, it became famous from Genghis Khan because apparently yeah. Genghis Khan used this herb to populate 30% of Jesus. Yeah. I was going to say like, he had a lot of kids, so yeah, that's crazy. So it doubles your sperm count. It increases testosterone and increases DHT. 
uh, our listeners might be asking, why haven't I heard of it? Um, probably because it's one, it's quite difficult to, um, to source. Like yeah. It's difficult to produce this herb. It's definitely not a mainstream herb. Um, lost Empire herbs carry a really good sustench. They sell yeah. like a good sustench extract. Um, but yeah, I guess that's why that's why it's what I'm doing, man. Like I love I love sharing these novel herbs, these novel compounds. That's what that's what I love doing. So yeah, no, this is interesting. The only thing I've heard of on this nootropic list was BPC one fifty seven. So <laughs> I just learned a crap ton right now. No, this this has been incredible. This is like a crash course. I loved it. Uh, okay, so um, I know we just briefly touched lightly on all these nootropics. Where can someone learn more about all these nootropics that we just talked about? Uh, so I've, I post a little bit about them on my on my Instagram. Um, okay, what's, what's your Instagram? Ergogenic underscore health. Ergogenic underscore health. Awesome. Yeah. I do mo I do focus mostly on like foods, um, but I'll get into like because this is very technical stuff. Like the stuff yeah. that I'm explaining is very like for the for the everyday person. They'd be like, "What is this guy?" <laughs> right, right. This guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen your testicles, <laughs> doubling your sperm count, yeah. <laughs> reverse ecstasy. Oh, what was that one drug? Yeah, homotaurine. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. Uh, okay, no, let me ask you this. I see in here we got we got sleep hacks coming up next. So what 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 sort of what sort of sleep hacks we talk about? Like like just blacking out your curtains. What what else? What else we got? Yeah, blacking out your curtains. Um, obviously wearing blue blockers before bed, um, mm -hmm. just to minimize blue light exposure. Um, trying to get some sunlight first thing in the morning. They're obviously like behavioral hacks. Um, yeah. Avoiding high GI carbohydrates immediately before bed. Yeah. Um, they've been shown to you know high blood sugar levels before bed, your deep sleep is going to be compromised. Um, yeah. So don't avoid that. And then there's a seaweed actually, which I think um, a lot of people can uh, benefit from. It's called Eclonia carba. Um, what? Can you repeat that? Eclonia carba. What, 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 go on. How do you spell that? E-C-K. E-C-K. L-O-N. N. IA, the client, and CAVA. CAVA, Kava. Uh, okay, this, this will be in the show notes for those listeners. Yeah. Okay, Eclonia Kava. So, so, the unique properties about Eclonia Kava for maximizing sleep is that it sort of acts as like a GABA A, like positive allosteric modulator, which means yeah. that it helps to increase GABA binding to this, the calming GABA receptor. Yeah. Um, and it also drops cortisol, like quite powerfully. Um, which is our stress hormone. Yeah. And it's also a really potent antioxidant. Uh, like a lot, like many, many times stronger than like vitamin C and right. vitamin E. Um, so yeah, clonial carvers. And, and the other benefit to clonial carver is that um, it's been studied against Viagra and it actually um, oh. outperforms Viagra in terms of erectile quality and some other markers of... Um, yeah, which is really cool. No kidding. That's good. That's awesome. That, that, that definitely interests us because, you know, we're in the sexual health space. So it's very interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I remember, I don't know if you've seen this before, but um, there's this guy, he's a biohacker, and um, 
he wears these glasses that get purposely give him blue light. Like it shines blue light, like just blow. Cause apparently it helps him with his circadian rhythm. Have you ever seen anything like that? Yeah. Talking about Ben Greenfield. No, no, this rich Sheffron, he he's an online marketer, but I'm sure Ben Greenfield's done this as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've personally never tried it, but um, it, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. And, and let me ask you this. What, what person, what's your like, what's your night routine? You know, you have these sleep hacks, but what do you personally do before bed every night to ensure that you get, you know, the maximum quality of sleep? Yeah. So I always try and have a cold shower actually about one hour before bed because I want to okay. drop temperature. So like yeah. keeping the body temperature nice and cold, um, improves deep sleep. Then I'll, I, most of the time I'll opt for certain foods. I like yeah. about an hour and a half. Like I'll use herbs only when I desperately need them. Or yeah. like I'll use pure GABA when I desperately need GABA. Yeah. Uh, but my first and like the, the, the first tier is like, I might have like, um, you know, like two handfuls of walnuts about yeah. maybe three minutes before bed. Um, I'll have my blue blockers on about three hours before bed. Um, I'll always make sure I go outside to earth, like touch the earth, ground yeah. my feet. Um, and I've got a, um, I've got actually an acupressure mat, which is ah, basically, yeah. you're familiar with those? Yeah, I have one right by my bed. Nice. Yeah. Can, can you, can you explain uh, what it actually does? Yeah. So basically, um, the actual spikes, the, the micro pain that we experience from it, the yeah. body really is uh, like more endorphins, which basically mm-hmm. acts as like a precursor to trigger other um, opioid-like chemicals, which basically helps someone with their sleep onset. So like um, improving the time it takes to fall asleep, um, which is it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, awesome, man. Well, here's what I want to do. Uh, up-and-coming peptides... I see that there's a, you know, you have a lot to say about these up and coming peptides, which is super exciting. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you, this, this is personal. So for, for our first time listeners, what we like to do is we like to do a behind the scenes Q and A. Um, and what I want to do is I do want to ask you about most of these uh, peptides behind the scenes. But um, if we were to do one publicly, which would be your uh, peptide of choice to talk about right here, right now? I would say the the five amino one MQ. All right, let's talk about that. We're, we'll talk about the other peptides behind the scenes. If you guys want to learn more, uh, go to modernbiotechradio.com. You can access the behind the scenes interview for free. But uh, right now, tell me a little about this five amino one MQ. What what is this? What first of all, uh, for the people that haven't heard about peptides, I know we talked earlier about peptides, but what exactly is a peptide? Uh, and then jump into what five amino one MQ can do for you. Yeah. So basically. Peptides in general are just a, um, a sequence of amino acids. Yeah. Um, basically, well, 5-amino-1-MQ is actually not a, it's technically not a peptide, but okay. it has um, similar effects in the body because yeah. it's very specific, it's very targeted. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's a small selective membrane uh, molecule um, that specifically blocks an enzyme in the body um, called NNMT, which is okay. nicotinamide N-methyltransferase. Um, and basically what this enzyme does is it acts to slow down fat cell metabolism. Um, so basically um, by blocking that enzyme, we're 
speeding up fat cell degradation or fat burning. Um, so hold on. So if we block this enzyme, we burn more fat. Is, is that as simple as we can put it? Uh, if we, so far, uh, the, the, sorry, the other way it's okay. overproducing this enzyme yeah. means that we're slowing down fat burning. So if we overproduce this enzyme, we slow the rate of fat that we burn. Yeah. So the, so the more we have of it, the less fat we burn. That's correct, man. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And this five amino one MQ is trying to block this thing so we can burn more fat. Yeah. Okay. Um, got it. Pretty much. Uh, the other thing about it is that it's been shown to um, reverse like diet induced obesity. So yeah. it's counteracting the, the effects of a bad diet. The <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Standard American diet, sad diet. For sure. Um, it can treat. Let's <laughs> cut out a little bit. Um, it can treat um, uh, different metabolic issues, like metabolic conditions such as um, potentially like type two diabetes. Um, it also prevents lipogenesis. Um, lipogenesis. Yeah, which is the formation of like the creation of fat cells in the body, which is, um, these, by the way, these studies are all in, um, in rats yeah. and in vivo, but very, very promising. Right. 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 <clears throat> As most rat studies are. <laughs> um, so, so, then, so if you take this five amino, uh, one MQ, it prevents lipogenesis, which means it can help prevent your body from making more fat. Yeah. So not, so not only can it help speed up the fat burning process by blocking that other enzyme we talked about, it can help prevent the body from making more fat in the, fir the first place. Yeah. It's pretty damn awesome. I don't know about you, but uh, it sounds pretty good to me. Mm. What's going to yeah. do? Um, it also increases the NAD plus to sand concentration, which is basically like NAD. Have you, do you guys do NAD injections at all or? Um, we, they actually made this sub, um, what's the thing where you put it under your tongue? Oh yeah. The sublingual. Um, yeah. yeah. They made a sublingual spray. So you nice. spray it in your mouth and get to the liquid and you just hold it under your tongue. So, uh, we started doing that here in our office. Um, I don't know too much about it. Stephanie's, you know, she, she's obsessed with NAD. All she told me was, uh, it helps your body make glutathione. I'm sure. I think there's more to it. Can you explain to us what NAD actually does? Yeah, so NAD is um, basically, it's a key uh, regulator of ATP synthesis. So it plays yeah. a key role in um, the Krebs cycle. So it helps yeah. to um, convert carbohydrates into ATP, which is the end byproduct uh, energy in, right. in the body. So it basically upregulates um, energy metabolism and it's often decreased and low in various disease states. So... You know, general like general population, as you reach, you know, twenty five or thirty, these NAD levels will start to decline. So, I would say it's definitely one of those anti aging um, uh, chemicals in the body. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Dude, that's awesome, man. So, wh where can someone find this five amino one MQ? How do you actually use it? Oh well, seeing as though it's it's so so brand new, um, unfortunately, I personally haven't tried it. I well, I only know like one other guy um, in the States who's tried it. His name is yeah. Ryan Smith. Um, he's, he works at TaylorMade 
tailor-made uh, peptide. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, he basically uh, spoke about it on, on, a, on a particular podcast. Yeah. Uh, but in terms, of, uh, in terms of cost right now, it's extremely, extremely expensive. Well, I was going to say it's up and coming. So, you know, it's, it's out there. It's, it's kind of like how stem cells were, you know, like 10 years ago. Yeah. So keep a lookout for this, um, this, uh, this small membrane molecule. Awesome. Well, uh, we're going to jump into the behind the scenes Q&A. We're going to learn about uh, two more peptides as well as uh, some other awesome questions like what your favorite biohack is. Uh, so if you guys want to learn more what uh, Lucas Owen's favorite biohack is and learn more about these two other up and coming peptides, go ahead and go to modernbiotechradio.com. Uh, you can access all these behind the scenes interviews for free. Uh, but uh, yeah, Lucas, before we jump into that, uh, where can people find more about you? Yeah, so people can either check out my Instagram, ergogenic underscore health, or uh, they can check me out on my website, as you mentioned earlier, ergogenichealth.com.au. Awesome. And we'll put those links in the show notes. All right. Thanks so much, Lucas. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Austin. Want to see what the top experts have to say behind the scenes? Just go to modernbiotechradio.com and you'll get instant access to every behind-the-scenes interview for free. Now, these interviews are not for the public, so please don't share. But if you'd like to pull back the curtain with me and learn what secrets they reveal, just go to modernbiotechradio.com and get instant access to these interviews for free. Again, that's modernbiotechradio.com. If you'd like to learn the best-kept secrets that they can't share publicly but allowed me to share in private, just go to modernbiotechradio.com and get instant access to all of these interviews completely free. I'll see you there.